Welcome to the ward. I'm Erin Coffin, your candidate for Councillor of Ward 23, Canada South. My name's Chris. I'm one of Erin's volunteers and friends. And we're talking to you about issues that affect you and us in Ward 23, Canada South during election 2022 here in Ottawa. All right, welcome back to the ward. I am Erin Coffin. I am your candidate for Councillor of Canada South Ward 23. And in this series of small discussions about issues that are affecting our community and things we want to think about this election, we are now moving on to the topic of climate resilient infrastructure. Uh, and I've got with me again, uh, my friend and volunteer, um, Chris. And Chris, you know, I love to talk about infrastructure. I never I thought I would love to talk about infrastructure so much as I've started to really love to talk about infrastructure. Let's talk about climate change and how it's affecting our infrastructure because right. we're seeing windstorms and tornadoes and torrential downpours, uh, storms of the century that are happening every year or frequently within a year. Absolutely. I, it was kind of remarkable because I know uh, having worked on some files about big infrastructure projects in the past, you know, we're hearing a lot about, oh, these every hundred year storms are now coming on more often. And we actually have to now really look at building better, more climate resilient infrastructure. And there's a lot of investments at multiple levels of government to be able to do this. Um, but then, you know, even just in the last summer, wow, holy crap, it's been insane. I mean, we had the Derrico which is like literally four years after we had the tornadoes. Um, and, you know, in Canada, South wasn't as affected by the tornadoes as other areas of the city and outside of the city. But, you know, the Derrico did a really good number on Canada South. Um, we had a great time driving through it ourselves. Uh, my son uh, should never have started watching storm uh, trackers because now he's obsessed. And every time we have a storm, he panics. But, uh, I mean, it was insane, that Derrico. I mean, it, it, it took out power for days and over a week in some cases there was a lot of there's a lot of costs to our hydro um, repairs people lost fences people lost roofs uh, it was a very expensive and economically um, damaging event and you know it's it wasn't the f it was the biggest this summer but it wasn't the only one there were some other really big storms that we were really worried about it being bad again and then you know we even have our uh, friends out on friends and family out on the east coast who have now had a hurricane as well so like these things are happening much more often than we uh you know want to admit and you know this is definitely a an issue of climate change um and you know we're obviously not going to solve all those problems and i'm not getting into that part of it i know people are very sensitive about it but really we got to work on the resiliency of our infrastructure because i mean having our power lines go down in a storm and having our fences knocked down and all that, the cost of that, of that replacement and repair of infrastructure is affecting us both personally and also citywide and also beyond. I mean, everybody's paying for, for, um, the impacts of this climate change. And then also besides the storms and the hydro, which was quite a huge impact, um, we also have all the, the storm drains being a problem. Uh, you know, we have uh, sewer systems. I mean, we have a pretty amazing sewage system 
as a city and whatnot, but our sewer drains are very small and uh, they're not able to handle the amount of water that is coming down in some of these storms. And so, you know, about 10 years ago, we had a real big issue. 12 years ago, we were having issues with people's um, basements being backed up and having sewage into their basements. And that was extremely expensive and frankly, just disgusting. Uh, and, you know, we had some solutions. We put in special um, uh, stopgap measures. So slowing down the water that was rushing through those those sewer pipes so they wouldn't put pressure back into the pipes from our homes and flooding our homes and our basements. We definitely don't want to take that out. But the problem is now that's making the water not go down. So it's going, it's staying up above ground and on the roads and then flooding everywhere else. Um, and that's causing its own um, challenges and whatnot and, and causing concern. And the answer right now for that is, well, you're lucky it's not in your basement. Well, yeah, I absolutely am lucky it's not in my basement, but you know, we've got another problem and it's not just because we create the solution because um, of a storm that happens occasionally. We're now having these storms regularly. We have people's backyards being eroded because our, 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 um, drains and our systems are unable to keep up with the amount of water that we're dealing with. I mean, we live in an area that was predominantly marsh and farmland, and this is a huge change for our, for our landscape. And let's not even get started about some of the areas that are actually just right on the Canadian Shield. So when they had the storm, all those trees tore up because those trees can't purchase themselves really into the ground because it's all granite underneath them. So we got a really some interesting landscape here that we live upon and we need to manage with that very well and, and, and we're struggling. And when we think we found a solution, we may be close, but we're not quite there. And then we have new problems and those problems are also very expensive for the city and for the people who live here. So it's something that I really want us to look better at. We've got to make better decisions on those kind of issues for infrastructure. Um, and yeah, I mean, in some cases it won't be cheap pulling up sewer pipes and redoing them so they're bigger and wider to handle it. That is a lot of work. Um, but there are resources at multiple levels of government that we can tap into. And if they don't exist, then we advocate for them and we ask for them and we do what we can to figure out how to make it happen. Because if we spend the money now to make sure that we can keep up with the changes of climate change, then we can basically make sure we try to save money in the future by making sure we try to get ahead of it. We can't keep on chasing the storm. We need to actually be able to live with the storm and its results. Well, that's a wrap. Thank you for joining us. I'm Erin Coffin. If you're looking for any more information, just go to erincoffin.ca and you'll find my platform there and an opportunity to leave me a message. 